0: Hypoxic ischemic brain injury in the setting of trauma is encountered in a variety of settings which will, in turn, affect the timing and manifestations seen on acute CT of the brain. In fact, the term hypoxic ischemic could be seen to include regional insults such as seen following carotid or vertebral artery dissection or embolic complication. In practice, however, it is usually reserved for global impairment of normal delivery of oxygen and glucose to the brain. The most common causes are not direct kinetic trauma, but rather drowning, asphyxia, or cardiovascular collapse from cardiac causes. Drowning and asphyxia, such as hanging or strangulation, are usually explicitly documented at the time of the CT scan is requested. In contrast, individuals who have most fallen unconscious and struck their head, or those involved in motor vehicle accidents, a history of hypoxia or ischemia may not be obvious, especially if they arrive in hospital intubated with normal cardiorespiratory parameters. Furthermore, because the entire brain has been affected, changes may not be as easily appreciated, and over the years I have seen numerous cases of severe global hypoxic ischemic damage not noticed on the acute CT brain because it was so uniform. The key features to seek out are is there normal grey-white matter differentiation and is cerebral volume expected for age? Saying is there normal grey-white matter differentiation is easy. In acute CT scans it can be difficult unless a profound loss is present, which rarely is the case in the first few hours. The same regions you are used to looking for in suspected internal carotid or middle cerebral artery stoke are worth examining. The insular cortex and the basal ganglia, particularly the head and body of the chordate as it runs parallel to the lateral ventricle. Cerebral volume is equally difficult to assess. What you are trying to identify is cerebral swelling. Unfortunately, there's a wide range of normal for age brain volume and in young patients who often are the victims of global hypoxic ischemic res- the brain looks normally quite plump with small ventricles. I tend to focus my attention on the basal cisterns, particularly those around the midbrain, and examine coronal and sagittal images for uncle and downward herniation. Both of these may not be evident on early scans. Both grey-white matter loss and cerebral swelling result in the supratentorial brain becoming hypodense. This in turn results in two important imaging signs. The white cerebellum sign is merely referring to the fact that in these patients, the cerebellum appears much whiter than the brain, instead of appearing of similar density. Pseudo-subarachnoid sign refers to the hypodense brain parenchyma, excluding CSF from around the subarachnoid vessels, particularly around the circle of Willis and proximal middle cerebral artery. The appearance can therefore mimic subarachnoid blood and can be mistaken as such. All of these features are well demonstrated in the CT example below.